that we are donating year-round. Um, I just hit a big milestone. I got hit three gallons. Uh, of uh, blood donated, so that's pretty cool. Good for you. Um, I just I had to look up who who we are um, ranked with. Okay, guys, there are sixty two thousand nine hundred and twenty two teams in the country. Okay, we are number two hundred and thirty seven. We have just beat the uh, University of Maryland. Um, Donald J. Trump's team. I don't know if that's real, but it's it's on here. Right. Yeah. And the Ohio State University, who can totally. Kiss my Hawkeye blood donation tushy. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. We are, we, but really, we 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 um, encourage everybody to come out. We would love to to pack that blood drive. It's always um, a little harder to get people to to donate during the Christmas time frame, um, but we'll we'll spoil you. It'll be worth it. Yeah, yeah. You'll get some wonderful treats, and you'll be helping folks who uh, are in the hospital when the blood supplies are lower. So be sure to stop on by uh, the Winter Blood Drive Thursday, the 21st, 11 to 4, over at the OLC, and you'll see Laura scurrying about getting all the treats. That's right. And I do have one more uh, thing to put on the calendar that's not on your list. Okay. Uh, The uh, Caring Caring Culture Community Choir is presenting a soulful Christmas concert. Um, it is the 17th as well at 17, uh, excuse me, at uh, 3 p.m. at John Wood. Um, they're also doing a can drive, so if you're not hitting up the park band, then definitely go check out this Christmas concert um, from the Community Choir. Uh, this is uh, led by Credit Sykes. Um, she does a fantastic job, um, but she really has brought out the soul in Christmas. You know, she's got some really R&B sort of arrangements of Christmas tunes. Um, and a choir concert, so um, really, really looking forward to this one, too. Uh, again, that is at John Wood. Um, doors open at 2.30, concerts at 3 this Sunday, and all of the canned goods collected will go to Horizon Social Services. Very good. Laura Siebert, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. It really, really is. Thank you. We have fun. It's a, it's a joyful thing to get the message out about all of the fun arts going on. Yes, yes. Folks have stuff to do. That's right. All righty. We're at 926. When we come back, we're going to tell you about something that's going on Friday night that Laura's going to love because it involves Christmas music and being out and all sorts of stuff. And it's going on at uh, the Union United Methodist Church. That's on the way for you here in just minutes on WTAD. Welcome back to the Mary Griffith Show on this Wednesday, December the 13th. Scott Hardy in for Mary, and uh, in studio now to uh, tell us a little bit more about a concert coming up Friday night is uh, Jeff Moran with Union United Methodist Church. Good morning, Jeff. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Certainly, and coming up this Friday, you have got an award-winning Christian singer and songwriter coming to the church for a performance. Yes, his name's Paul Good, and we're really, really looking forward to this. Uh, one of the things I'd like to say first, um, you know, there's so many things going on during the holidays, and there's a lot of uh, get-togethers, Christmas craft shows, concerts and stuff, and, you know, usually most of them are on a Saturday or a Sunday, and trying to get a lot of that in, and you want to go to one, and there's three or four other ones, I'm very, very excited that this is on a Friday. So it doesn't really interfere. Uh, you know, you get off work, get your paycheck cashed, grab a bite to eat, and you don't have to worry. Uh, go to uh, Union United Methodist Church for a fun Christmas concert, and it's just, I'm really glad of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's nice. Folks can plan ahead for it. Uh, coming up, 7 o'clock, 
Union United Methodist Church, and that is at 11th and State in Quincy, uh, just asking for a free will offering. And for folks who may not know, uh, tell us a little bit more about Paul Good. Okay. Paul, was uh, he's a New Jersey native. Uh, he's a minister's son, and he was raised in a Christian home. Uh, he went to the seminary. Uh, he got a vision of uh, being passionately delivering the gospel in a pop rock concert setting. And uh, he graduated in 2001, and he was a pastor for a while. Then he moved to Nashville, Tennessee, and became a singer and a songwriter. And um, his music can be found on YouTube, or he's got a website, www.paulgood.org. And uh, he's got uh, three Christmas songs that you can hear on uh, there's another radio station I guess I can mention. Sure, that. sure. Um, he's going to be on um, uh, the 15th. He's going to co-host a show with um, Greg Halbrick, the morning show, on the 15th. And it's on the Mix WGAC 88.5. And he um, has three Christmas songs that they're, he writes all the songs, uh, three Christmas songs that they're playing now and they're on YouTube. Uh, one's called It's Christmas Time, another one is in a manger, and another one is Call It Christmas. Very good. So we will, uh, that's coming up for you Friday, 7 o'clock, Union and United Methodist Church at 11th and State, just asking for a free will offering. You don't need a ticket for that. We'll be talking more about this, but we're coming up on 932, and uh, we need to get you caught up on the uh, latest uh, goings-on in the commodity markets. We'll give you your first check of the prices, and uh, that'll be coming up for you. We'll check in with the folks from the Ursa Farmers Co-op for that. This is sponsored by Rex Battery. Good morning. Welcome back to the morning show, the Mary Griffith Show. I'm Scott Hardy in for Mary, uh, coming up on 934. And we are talking with Jeff Moran about a concert coming up Friday night at Union United Methodist Church with award-winning Christian singer and songwriter Paul Good. Welcome back, uh, Jeff. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. And uh, how? tell me the process of uh, uh, getting someone like Paul Good, who's, uh, as you said, living in Nashville, been doing this now for a while. I imagine it's takes a little bit of, a, of work to get somebody of this caliber to come to Quincy. Uh, yes. In fact, I wanted to tell you, too, um, our church, Union United Methodist Church, we're starting a concert series. And we've had a uh, um, Christian group family before. We had uh, uh, country music legend, Nashville singer uh, Mary Lou Turner. Mm-hmm. And Paul will be our third one that we have. Um, you know, you have to go through the management, uh, booking, and uh, it's a process, but like I say, our church on um, 11th and State, Union United Methodist Church, we're starting uh, to do new concert series. So we're wanting to bring uh, Christian people, uh, music and stuff all into our church, uh, hopefully monthly. Uh, and then that way, um, you know, we're wanting to people to know who we are, where we are. Uh, Union Methodist Church is such a nice uh church. It's got caring people, loving people. Uh, we want to accept everybody to be there. We've got a fantastic uh, preacher, Marty Pressey. Uh, he does services that uh, other churches uh, that he does, plus our church. Sunday morning service, uh, Sunday evening service, 
he goes to hospitals, uh, the nursing homes, homes. He's just a fantastic preacher, and our church, uh, it speaks for itself. Yeah, it, it really does, and uh, it, it's, it is a very nice church. If you haven't been there, you need to uh, see for yourself. Uh, you just might think, oh, it's just a nice neighborhood church, but... <laughs> Obviously, from what you're telling me, it's a little bit more than that. <laughs> yes. And then, um, like I say, he will perform in the uh, sanctuary. Uh, there's parking on the east side of the um, church, the blacktop there. And you come in right, it's on ground level, so a handicap, uh, right into the sanctuary. And uh, he'll have his CDs and stuff like that for sale. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I know there's many other people, too, for a Christmas concert to get you in the Christmas spirit. And like I said, I'm so glad it's on a Friday uh, because there's so many things on the weekends you want to go to. And that way, you know, this way, um, it's just like, oh, there's nothing there. I can do this and spend all my time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, you know, get your weekend started off the right way. So, and again, uh, just a free will offering, whatever it is that uh, you want to give and uh, to help out with this to, uh, defray the expenses as well and if you want to learn more about paul just go to paul good p-a-u-l-g-o-o-d dot o-r-g you'll learn more about him and uh, enjoy a great concert and as uh jeff you said more concerts are on the way i won't you know pry too much i'm sure you'll let us know when the concerts come along for like january and february and all that but yeah uh i it's always exciting isn't it to get into something like that to ha- you know for our church to uh, start uh, concert series. You know, we want people to know who we are, where we're at. We're a loving uh, church. Uh, you know, by having these different concerts, uh, we will bring in uh, different uh, artists and stuff. And we have people that, you know, oh, I remember them or oh, I like them. And, you know, we wanted to be noted for that and get uh, people to know who we are, what we're about. And with there, and like I said, we just had country music legend uh, Nashville Murray Lou Turner right. uh, from Nashville. And we had a group before, so Paul is our third one, and looking very, very forward to the future with this. Very good. Once more, folks, Union United Methodist Church, 11th and State in Quincy. You've driven by before. Award-winning Christian singer and songwriter Paul Good will be there Friday night, starting at seven o'clock, and it's a mix of Christian songs and Christmas songs. Right there in the sanctuary, uh, just a free will offering. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for being on with us here this thank morning. Thank you very, very much for having me. We you hope betcha. to see a big crowd. And Mary, I hope you get better. She will. <laughs> she she definitely. I know she's listening. <laughs> yeah, she definitely will be getting better there. We're at 938. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk it over with Adams County uh, Director of uh, the Ambulance Service and the Emergency Management Agency, John Simon. They've got a lot of things planned for the holidays, and uh, we'll get an update on how they're doing with their staffing levels. That's on the way here on the Mary Griffith Show on WTAD. Welcome back to the Mary Griffith Show. I'm Scott Hardy in for Mary at 941 on a sunny morning and alongside uh, one of the busiest people in Adams County that you'll uh, come across uh, if you get the chance to come across him because he's so busy uh, the director of the Adams County Ambulance Service and the director of the Adams County Emergency Management Agency John Simon thank you for making time for us you this bet good morning Scott how are you today uh, doing just fine we saw each other last night at the county board meeting. yeah so. it was it was a it was a good relatively short meeting so Yes. Start of the new fiscal year and uh, getting the, the new year off to a good start. Yes, yes. 
Now, the past few months that uh, you have come on with Mary, uh, you've had to get the word out that uh, we don't have a lot of people and we have to do things to work around that. But boy, oh boy, have you solved that problem at least for right now? Right. So you know, we've 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 been very open about that. That uh, staffing's been a challenge, and we've really been seeing that staffing challenge for uh, a little over a year, really. And uh, it's it's a national problem when we see shortage of paramedics and EMTs. Uh, and and we were really in a in a hard spot to where we couldn't cover uh, all of our rigs as as much. But uh, we're 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 now setting at a point where we're back to our full staffing, um, and and there's a lot of reasons for that 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 we we took and ran with, but uh, but it's really good to sit here and just say we're back at full staffing. We have uh, three new employees that are in orientation this week, and so they'll be be hitting the streets uh, shortly as as they get out of their uh, classroom orientation. But it's just good to be able to say that we're we're back to providing the level of uh, service coverage for our citizens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, like you said, there were many reasons. One was a class that you offered uh, during the summer yep. and into the fall. Uh, and we've talked about that before. But another one was the fact that uh, not only you, but the union representing the ambulance drivers and workers were willing EMTs to... EMTs and paramedics, Scott. Okay, EMTs. Yeah. Right. Yes, they do. Right they, they, do yeah. they do drive ambulances, but... There's so much more than that. That's true. EMTs and paramedics. <laughs> my point is, uh, <laughs> hey, I got to stand up for my people. You do, you do, and and that was part of it. The right. fact that uh, you, the EMTs, everybody worked together to kind of come up with a solution. I mean, yes, uh, right. You you worked to improve their <clears throat> situation, but also made it you made the jobs more attractive for other, you know, so that you could attract others. We did. We looked at a lot of different things. And so you're, to, to kind of reiterate, we, we ran our, our eight-week EMT Academy. It was hugely six. Is that a word? Anyway, it was very successful. And we graduated uh, eight out of that. They hit the streets. Uh, we had 100% uh, licensure rate uh, out, of, out of those uh, uh, that program. It, it was absolutely phenomenal. But you're, where you were going is there were a lot of other things that we looked at in retention. And, and, and there were some costs that uh, really – the taxpayers of Adams County are going to see, you know, here in the, in the in this next year. You know, we were talking at the beginning where we came, you know, we were at the county board uh, last night. And one of the things that the county board did last night was set the levy, the tax levy for next year. And, and we had uh, uh, or the county board had done their truth in taxation, thinking that we may be over that five percent uh, increase. Uh, but it wasn't. And so even though we've been seeing uh, this this inflation rate and wages having to increase, and and quite frankly, ambulances is, is probably a large component of that, uh, we, we had uh, EMTs that were, were being paid uh, almost nearly minimum wage, and uh, it, it wasn't right for them. And it really was, it was affecting our retention. It was affecting our recruitment. But uh, we were still able to hold the line and uh, pass a levy last night of uh, 4.9. I forget the all the carrying numbers uh, to that, but it was it was less than that five percent where we thought it might be over. And so uh, there's there's a lot of things that went into play. Union contract was a was a big one. Uh, changing some of our operational uh, issues was some of it, but really. 
bringing uh, some of our education things in-house and doing our academy uh, to where we were doing on-the-job training was a big one. Yeah, and uh, I must commend the county board because there were several times during the summer you stood up, you told them what was going on, uh, you told them what uh, what type of uh, financial goal you would need, and really no one batted an eye, and they said, we need to do this. Well, at the end of the day, it, it comes down to public safety, and uh, you were very – I forget what the percentages are, but you were probably much more likely to need emergency medical care than other forms of, of public safety. And so we have to make sure that um, we have you know those resources to be able to, to care for the sick and the injured. Yeah, exactly. I mean uh – Talked about this uh, filling in for Mary a couple of weeks ago and uh, had a firefighter on. And, you know, they're always going about. They're on emergency calls. Absolutely. And just like the ambulance service, you've got much more ground to cover than, than the city does. But yet, uh, you know, you work with them sometimes as but, well. But it works in a, in a great big system. And, you know, the fire department is a great resource. They, they respond, you know, out of their, the neighborhood station, and uh, they can begin that care. And then we continue the care. So we have a great working relationship, and it works in, a, in, a, in an overall tiered system. But at the end of the day, we have to have EMTs and paramedics to staff ambulances uh, to continue that care uh, to definitive uh, uh, hospital care. So right. that's, I mean, that's the, that's the end goal, and it's just really great to be back at that, back at that spot. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a heck of a worry to take off your list. It really must be. So right, and 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 I gotta say, uh, I I haven't, you know, over the last, you know, whatever it is, uh, twelve, eighteen months that we've been struggling, I gotta hand it to our citizens. I talked to a lot of people, and people called with concerns. But at the end of the day, everybody understood where we were at. And so I think we have a very understanding population, and, um, you know, we appreciate that too. So um, we're just glad that, uh, you know, we can we can get them the service. Things, you know, time. Quincy's, you know, citizens of Quincy aren't going to support things. So, you know, with taxes, you know, right. like the schools or they're not going to support this. Well, starting in 2014, I think everybody proved that wrong with the improving with the improvement to the schools, with, uh, you know, the, the building of the new jail and the building of the new ambulance service headquarters. Right. Too. So we, we built a new station in 2017 over on uh, 29th and Chestnut. And and uh, when we when we look at other things, you know, the the cost for EMS services, they're they're expensive. I mean, Ambulances alone, if you had to guess, uh, mm-hmm. uh, ambulances alone have skyrocketed. One unit is over $300,000. Wow. So, you know, we, we, we still have to do those cost control measures, but uh, it's it's a valuable service, and, you know, we, we appreciate the, the our citizens' understanding and, and supporting uh, us and I, I, I think it really it leads to a to a great service. Yeah. So now instead of uh, I mean you you still you know concerned about uh, keeping staffing levels at where they're at, but you don't you can do it much smaller rate than just you know uh, ten eleven people than that, and you can just worry about getting you know getting a new ambulance every couple of years. Well, there's uh, Scott. There's always going to be turnover. I don't care what industry you're in, but it's now where we're at a manageable point, mm-hmm. and so we're we're looking ahead. And in fact, you know, one of the things to to mention we're we're looking at uh, not looking. 
I guess it, we would say looking at this point because we're still waiting on uh, state approval from the Illinois Department of Public Health because our training applications have to go to them. But we are planning to start a, an emergency medical responders course. Uh, we're targeting uh, February 1st as a start date. It's going to be two evenings a week. And uh, so the, the EMR or emergency medical responder is is that that first responder they're they're not an EMT or a paramedic so it's it's about a 40 hour uh curriculum based course but it 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 educates uh the person in uh CPR recognition of stroke and heart attack and and how to respond to those initially it's not the advanced procedures but it is a very basic procedure uh you know that that can be done uh how to stabilize the trauma patient and and really how to be that well, very first responder leading into a continuity of care once our EMTs and paramedics arrive. And so we're going to be doing that class uh, February through April. It's two nights a week. Uh, they can call our office uh, for more information. Uh, I think we're we're starting to uh, or we'll be pushing it soon out on, on Facebook. We'll have it online and information uh, for people that are interested in. So this is really increasing. What we found is this increases our pipeline. It's just that that entering level and people can get a taste of it. And then if they like it, okay, then there's options to go on to, to EMT class. We're already preparing our next EMT Academy uh, that's going to occur probably late spring into next summer because we know that uh, we have to to keep that pipeline fresh and so uh, in order to keep our staffing levels where we want them. So there, there you go, folks. You heard it here first. And I'm sure we'll have more details about those uh, as we get a little closer to those dates. We're coming up on 9.52. Uh, guest is John Simon, the uh, head of the uh, Adams County uh, Ambulance Service and the Adams County Emergency Management Agency. When we come back, we'll talk about some fun things, including something coming up this weekend that you don't want to miss. That's on the way here on the Mary Griffith Show on WTAD. Welcome back to the Mary Griffith Show. Scott Hardy in for Mary on this Wednesday, December the 13th, 954. Uh, John Simon is our guest. He is the head of the Ambu Adams County Ambulance Service and the head of the Adams County Emergency Management Agency. And thank goodness you haven't had an emergency management situation to deal with here in a while. No, we, we, we haven't, uh, which is a good thing. Yes. So we, we, you know, there's been small stuff, but nothing, nothing big. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's keep the blizzards away this year, this winter. Exactly, exactly. Because uh, I'll, besides taking care of the actual emergency, a lot of a lot of what you do after the fact is, if you are fortunate enough to get a, uh, a federal or a state declaration, you're dealing with a lot of paperwork. Well, and right, we still are. We still are are uh, going through all of the. COVID-19 response and the public assistance after that. And it uh, it often takes years to to wrap that up. So hopefully we'll be getting that wrapped up uh, for Adams County here soon. But yeah. it still takes a lot of time. So. Yeah, it does. And then, of course, the, the declarations for the late July storms and all. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it, uh, it's, it's more after the fact. It, it really is. And it's just to cover the cost that you incur. Right. Response is easy. In fact, actually, I've, I've said before, but response is easy because that just clears your plate and your schedule of everything else. You focus on the emergency. But when it gets really busy is when it's all said and done and you got to uh, justify everything and clean up the paperwork. So. Exactly. Exactly. You've got something coming up this Saturday. 
that yep. you want folks to know about. So we, we, we got a little memo from the North Pole that uh, uh, Santa's going to come visit the ambulance station there at 2906 Chestnut uh, this coming Saturday, 10 a.m. Uh, he's going to stick around for about two hours, so he'll be there till noon. And uh, so uh, bring the kids out, and uh, they want a photo op with Santa and, and uh, be able to share their Christmas list, whatever the case may be, uh, from 10 to 2 this Saturday at uh, the ambulance station here in Quincy. So let's cross your fingers that you don't get a call. <laughs> we're we're going to make sure that we have uh, plenty of people on hand, and, uh, uh, you know, Santa might want to uh, do a ride-along with us. We'll we'll see how that, uh, if we can convince him of that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if, if, right? you're, if you're feeling some angina, and then all of a sudden, you know, the ambulance wheels up to you, and it's like, oh, I came along just for some fun. <laughs> right. Um, but then uh, I... I I also heard that uh, we we may have a surprise visit uh, from the Grinch as well. We'll see how that works out. Okay. All right. All right. I I won't say any names, but uh, uh, you mean the actual Grinch. The, the actual Grinch. Okay. Wow. So, uh, you know, I think the Grinch might try to come and, and counter uh, Santa Claus's joyous occasion, but we'll, uh, we'll see uh, who, who takes... Uh, I, I just had a thought, and I don't know if you'd want to do it as a fundraiser for the ambulance service. Have a wrestle-off between Santa and the Grinch. Oh, well, I might have to think about that. I'll let you. Yeah. I'll let you have that idea for next right, year right. if you want to do that. So yeah. that would be kind of funny, actually. It would. It would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Santa Claus is coming to town uh, this Saturday. What is that? The sixteenth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The sixteenth. And uh, from 10 a.m. to noon at uh, 2906 Chestnut. All right. Very, very good. It's also a good time to, uh, you know, visit with our EMTs and paramedics. And, uh, you know, as long as they're not out on calls, we'll, you know, have the ambulance available for, for kiddos to be able to get up in and see. And, and uh, we try to get make those available from time to time. But uh, it's it's always a, a, an interesting time for the kids. Sure. Oh, yeah. Kids of a certain age, they're yeah. going to they're going to love the ambulances. Like yeah. it's any big truck, and they're just going to love right. it. Well, and I mean, face it. I mean, they get to push the siren button and make the lights flash and all that fun stuff. There's a lot of adults who would want to do that, right? Too, not just the kids. So, all righty. Well, anything else in the 30 seconds that we've got left that you want folks to know? Well, you know, I think that the a big thing, we've spent most of the time talking about it, but, uh, you know, Adams County Ambulance, we've really been focused on making sure that we can uh, serve uh, the citizens of Adams County, and uh, it, I appreciate their support in making it to where we can continue to do that. Very good. John Simon, Director of the Adams County Ambulance Service and Director of the Adams County Emergency Management Agency. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for having me on, Scott. I really appreciate it. It's always a great time. You are welcome at any time, and if there's something serious going on, don't hesitate to pick up the phone and call us and say, hey, i got to let people know about right. this. Right. So. Nope, we've done that before, but uh, it's just always a good time to come down here and, and have a good chat. Yeah. Sure is. Sure is. Thank you so much, and thank you to everybody who's been on with us here today on the Mary Griffith Show. Uh, Mary, we're assuming, is going to be back tomorrow, resting up right now. So, folks, have yourself a great rest of your day. Stay tuned. Latest news from Fox is on the way, and then the uh, Ramsey Show on the way for you here on WTAD. It is 10 o'clock.